so today is May 29, 2020, and um, I was in the shower and I was actually just thinking about an experience that I personally had, and I think I should call this topic today, mm, when the, actually I wrote it down, let's basically so I didn't write it down but it was basically called friendship friendship dynamics when your friends try to talk you out of successful relationships and setting successful goals it's so crazy because I I was thinking about my one of my friends and something came to mind where it's just like I was just laughing at something in my head and I'm like my friend would definitely it's so dumb and silly and quirky but like she'd laugh at it with me and like let me have like dumb moments like trying to say millennials we were like butchering it by like millennials just dumb shit like that and like um she was mad cool but i remember it got to a point where I go through so many crazy ass breakups or just talking to guys that are just not right for me and you know would shoot the shit and like get over it but I got to a point where I actually met someone serious and me and this guy were talking for a while and she's she's Muslim and he's Muslim and um they had those similarities so I kind of like I'm like hey yeah this guy's talking to me like, you know, he's been talking to me, you know, I'm not thinking anything of it because it was long distance, he was in the States, and I'm here, and I just did not, I met him online, I did not take it serious, my dad lives in the States, so when I went to visit, I kind of, like, just, I was bored and, like, playing around with, like, Tinder, and, uh, I met him, gave him my number, and whatever, I didn't think anything of it, but he started taking me serious, and he would call me regular text me back right away like he was very available like he wasn't obsessive or annoying but he was very responsive and um it was kind of new for me you know coming from being ghosted and coming from being breadcrumb you know what I mean and you know playing the games like the the mind games and the fact oh he didn't text me back in 15 minutes so you know I'm not gonna text him back for 15 minutes I'm not gonna reply back or oh took an hour for him like okay so I'm gonna like those kind of games and shit like that's what I was used to so like when I met this person it was a totally different kind of ball game maybe because he's also cultured but um my friend started noticing and she's like you and this guy seem to be like hitting it off very well and you know she's like I'm Muslim you know he's gonna ask you to marry you right and I'm like girl what are you talking about stop this like this guy this is not real I'm just having fun with him just talk he wants to talk so I'll talk I'm never took it serious and lo and behold two weeks later we're having a conversation and out of nowhere he's like I want to marry you and my heart drops because I'm like shit this girl told me this like two weeks ago and I was kind of like blown away because I'm like no he's really serious like he's seriously into me and stuff and I was just like I don't know how to deal with this I can't handle it I'm not used to it I wasn't 
afraid I was uncertain it was a lot like one minute you're complete like I'm like complaining oh my god there's no good guys guys are assholes and this and that and then the next minute it's like wow this guy's really serious and I was I didn't know how to prepare like I didn't expect it to come so soon or you know and you know it got to a point where we were talking on this and we met online and it was for some time and then you know she started to notice you guys are really getting close and there was a time when we'd hang out and he would call me and let me just sip some of my smoothie not my tea but he would call me and that's good he'd call me and he'd be like oh um so you know how are you and stuff and she'd be in the i'd be in her car and i'm like okay babe i'm with my girl so we'll talk later and one day she's like you're calling him babe and you guys haven't even met before and then i felt so embarrassed i felt so ashamed and humiliated because it was like is this some kind of virtual love shit so then i remember out of the blue i told him i'm like listen i'm calling you babe and i haven't even fucking met you yet and this guy's like is that how you feel and I'm from Toronto, so he's like, I'm coming to Toronto tomorrow. And he came to Toronto the next day. He booked a ticket, came to Toronto, and he's like, and he never been to Toronto. He doesn't have nobody in Toronto. He doesn't know anyone. He was meeting me for the first time. He didn't know anything. And he's like, I'm coming. And then when he came, I was really happy. I was excited. But then it was like, shit, you really came. And he's like, yeah, like I came, but you know. And he was going through his own transition life. He's like, I just moved, you know, I'm working, you know, I just booked that off last minute, two days, just to come out here and show you that this is real. Like, you're telling me that you're listening to your friends and your friends are saying this, so I had to come and show you, like, I'm serious about you. And I was like, this guy's really serious. I was so scared because I'm like, wow, I love how I feel. I love that he really cares about me. He really listens. But at the same time, it's like, damn, like, I'm so terrified. Like, the changes if we get married and then he wants to have a baby and all that kind of stuff. I was just like, am I really ready for all this? And I I could not handle it at the moment. I could handle it at the moment. And it was what I wanted and it was what I asked for, but I could, I couldn't really handle it. And, um, you know, it's so crazy because when I look back, he used to be like, be careful with your friends. You understand? Be careful with your friends. And I never, ever thought, like, this is my girl. Like, she's not going to be jealous of me. Like, no, that's my girl. We shoot the shit all the time. We laugh. We talk. And everything. like, that's my girl. Like, come on. I never, ever see my girl just. But when I really put it into perspective, I look at it and it's like, wow, look at it. We were both single, so we had a lot in common. We both had issues with relationships. We had a lot in common. This guy comes out of nowhere and starts treating me with respect and takes me serious. The dynamics of our relationship is changing, our friendship. This guy is starting to come in. He's starting to take up my time. He's starting to be a focus. And she's noticing that. And she doesn't have that. So it's like, okay, well, you know, it's changing. And sometimes we do things, we respond in our behaviors and just the things we say without being conscious of how we actually feel because we don't know. A lot of us are not taught. We're not like emotionally like taught how to label feelings and be direct. So like for her, maybe she did feel like, you know, he's taking away my friend. You know what I mean? And even though this is what I wanted, the dynamics of the relationship was changing because now she's going to be the single one and I'm not single. And it's like, 
he's serious about me so if, even if he wants to get married he's like no he's gonna take up all your time you're gonna start a family and she's single and I never thought of it until as I matured and got older and I'm like this guy was showing me something that I didn't know and I'm like I didn't want to believe that oh my friend is gonna be jealous or oh my friend's gonna be threatened you know what I mean but and it, it makes it such a huge challenge because we are all different people and this is where I wanted to go into another topic about feeling like it's my re- it, should it be my responsibility to to take care of my friend's insecurities and her own jealousy and her own inadequacy and her own inferiority. So this is another topic I want to talk about. I might talk about it in this this episode, but it's like, is it really my responsibility that I have my own goals? I want a successful relationship. I want to achieve my personal goals, career and personal goals. And it's like fitness and career goals like nursing and and if I'm pursuing these things, you know, should I have to, like, feel bad when I'm actually accomplishing it or it's actually coming together for me and my friends are not achieving those things? You know what I mean? Is it fair to me? Because also, I journal a lot, you know, and I'm, I like to take my time. So if I have a plan, best believe that I've had this thought two, three years ago and I journaled that shit two, three years ago and I'm putting it into perspective. They might see, oh my God, like, oh, everything's just starting to fall in place for you. But it's like, no, girl, I've been planning this shit out for a very long time. You just didn't know it because I was journaling and then really, like, getting my mind focused on it. But you can't see those things. There's no physical proof or evidence to show, oh, yeah, we've been seeing you toilet this. No, but if you see in my journals and I have been working towards these things and when the dynamics start to change it threatens the relationship because I strongly believe yes in relationships and friendships we all hold up mirrors for each other my friend holds up a mirror for me to see the sides of myself that I can't see and I hold up the mirror for her when I start to evolve I no longer can hold up that mirror for her because I'm evolving you know what I mean and if she doesn't want to evolve with me she doesn't have that mirror to understand herself better you understand so like if I'm setting these goals it's making her uncomfortable and it's like either you sink or you swim either you're gonna swim up to the surface with me up to the top or you're gonna sink and you're no longer gonna have me to marry your the friendship and that was the situation and I wanted to lead into like um the successful relationships where like um now um into like working towards my goals and stuff now this is a totally different friend and like it's so funny because this friend like when we graduated school we did aesthetics love it love 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 beauty skincare personal care i love it but i decided hey i want to further into getting more money getting better paid getting better title so i'm an esthetician slash makeup artist however i wanted to advance into aesthetic nursing that was my plan And when we graduated school, I told my friend, I'm not finished school yet. I want to go back to school and do nursing so I can get, become a certified aesthetic nurse or cosmetic nurse, whatever you want to call it. And, you know, she was like, I don't see why you want to go back to school for nursing. 
and yada 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 and she was putting me down she was talking me out of it you know she was just being really unsupportive about it and then years two years later I finally put my head down and I'm like let's do this I apply and in the program and she's like yeah so I've been working for a doctor clinic and um a cosmetic clinic and I've been working as an esthetician and I met a lot of nurses and you know I want to go back to school for nursing and she's like I'm going back to school for nursing and she's like oh what kind of nurse do you want to be you know because I want to be a nurse practitioner and it's like whoa 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 it's a girl you're feeding off of my goals I don't have a problem if you want to like set goals for nursing I'm proud of you for that because that's something I want to do and it was something that I was saying we need to better we need to better but I'm like, the way you're do- going about it, it's like you're trying to one-up me. It's like if you're not trying to put put me down, you're trying to compete with me. And not only are you trying to compete with me, you're trying to one-up me. So it's like just the way she went about everything. One second. It is so hot and this smoothie is doing it for me right now. But I'm like, you're trying to one-up me. And it's just like, I, I noticed that and I'm like there's something wrong here and I'm seeing it and it's coming out and I'm like and sometimes she would talk and she'd be like you know I think you're really smart and you really know what you want and you stick to your guns and you knew what you wanted and you went for it and I just thought to myself like I understand we're all figuring it out a lot of people think that I have it together because I'm very like when I have chaos going on inside I need my outer world to be you know kind of like systematic or a little bit of organization a little bit of control just to kind of balance life a little bit and it's like you might see me and be like oh you look like you have it all together but I'm figuring out shit just like everybody else you know what I mean there's a lot of uncertainty and uncertainty I wrestle with every fucking day and it makes me frustrated so like when I set these goals when I write when I journal when I set goals it's like I do these things in order to organize my life and have order some kind of order and then I'm, I'm very slow I'm like a turtle I'm a late bloomer so I take my time somebody will set a goal and accomplish it right away I'll set a goal and have to double or triple the time that they spent doing it that is just who I am and like but I stick to it and she noticed that she's like two years ago you had this goal and you're still going at it so it's like yeah I'm serious about what I said and it's kind of like I said I want to be an aesthetic nurse and she started saying oh I'm going into nursing and I was looking into it and I want to be a nurse practitioner and I can go back to school two years after I get my RN and I can get my master's and then I can become a nurse practitioner and listen I will never knock my friend from wanting to succeed. But it's like, the way you did it, I didn't respect that. Because it's like, okay, well, you want to do this because somebody else told you you should do it. And you listened to them. But when I said I wanted to do it, you knocked me down. You put me down. You're like, you're really good at makeup. And I don't see why you want to go back to school for nursing. You know what I mean? If I could do makeup as well as you could, I would be making money. I don't know what you're doing. Like, you know what I mean? Just really put me down. And it's like, I've been in the makeup industry for a very long time. You know what I mean? For years. And 
unfortunately I could not find my personal groove I had my own issues and yeah I did have issues I had issues of success I had issues with you know putting myself out there I didn't know how to handle when people did give me the attention I did not know how to handle when people validated me and said hey I want you to do my makeup here I want I had a lot of issues I had to work through if I don't know myself and if I can't stay safe and whole and strong and empowered within myself I cannot accomplish anything you understand and so yes I do agree like I had issues as a makeup artist I could not find my groove because I had a lot of internal issues makeup artistry is about being empowered it's about being an entrepreneur it's about creating it's about being independent it takes a lot you have to be I'm a people person, I can be a people person, but I've withdrawn because I have my own issues. But it's like, it takes a lot. And you have to be emotionally ready. And I was not emotionally ready. You understand? I had to know who I was. I had to understand myself better. And I didn't. So I had my reason for, in this meantime, while I'm figuring out myself, I need to still continue, you know what I mean, to better myself. And going back to school is more low-key. It allows me the time. It feels safer in the meantime. You feel me? So it was crazy because I'm like, you know, you're not... If you were going back to school for the purpose of you really are passionate about nursing and you really put some thought into it and you understood yourself better, like I have been doing because I, I've analyzed myself, my qualities, nurturing, empathetic. I like caregiving, care, um, catering to people's needs servicing others those are the qualities my values align with the career I didn't just pick something because of the money it's like okay there's security and there's stability which I do need and um but it's like it doesn't tie in with my values because there are other careers where I can make a lot of money but is it tying in with my values you know so that's why I'm and as a as an esthetician as a makeup artist I love personal care I like making people feel good about themselves and even as a nurse esthetician you know what I mean I do the same thing it ties in and I'm like look at this female where it's like you're my friend and we went to school for similar things but it's like now you want to do nursing but I don't even hear you talking about you wanting to do aesthetic nursing you're talking about what kind of nurse do you want to be I want to be a nurse practitioner because of the money and I'm like, girl, if you get in this shit because of the money, you will never be happy because it takes a lot of work. Nursing is no joke. You know what I mean? I already know it's hard. I already know it's taking a lot of work. I know I have to go slow. I've prepared myself for it. And I'm like, but you just jump into it because you see somebody else doing it. And that's why I said, like, the relationship dynamics change when you start. For me, in my experiences, I really... I'm jealous when I see girls who have their girlfriends from high school or from kindergarten or whatever and they're still friends till their adulthood. I'm like, good for you because it's hard to have that. Like for me, when I have friends, I'm either dealing with jealousy, I'm dealing with insecurity, threat, you know, competition. And I don't like those things. And it's like me on my own, I feel so empowered more and I'm able to accomplish the things I want and have successful relationships and meet my goals when I'm on my own solo than when I start making girlfriends. When I make girlfriends, it's like, oh wow, like the competition is on, the jealousy is on, the threat comes on. And it's like, when I'm jealous, when I'm threatened, when I'm insecure, I retreat. And when I retreat, I work on myself. I say, okay, you got a problem. We're going to bring it to therapy. We're going to talk about it. We're going to get some help with it. If I see someone and I feel like, oh, I don't feel good about myself, I'm not going to sit around and stare at the girl and envy her and 
be conniving you know what i mean i'm not gonna be like that what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna be like i feel uncomfortable she's really pretty so what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna go home and work write it out work on myself because this is an issue in myself you know what i mean i don't have time to sit down and be like oh look at her she acts like she's so better than everybody else and why do i need to envy her she has the right to feel good about herself you know what i mean just like i have the right to feel good about myself when i'm in that same space as her you know you, you know so it's just like it's so crazy how the dynamics of friendships and relationships change when you when i start to pursue better relationships and you know better goals and it could really be the fact that the friend feels a sense of loneliness that oh my friend is changing and doesn't have as much time because to go back to school you're focused to have a relationship where the guy is serious and wants to start thinking about the future you your focus is now diverting and the dynamic of the relationship shifts and if another person is not planning on making any changes or in the same boat and you're changing it's like the competition comes on and it's kind of like the one-upmanship comes on because they're always trying to validate and approve themselves through competing and feeling better about themselves and it's just it could be very toxic and it sucks because we need friendships and we need those relationships but it has been a really really difficult challenge for me and my adulthood personally so that's my spill for today and um yeah hey today i wanted to talk about um there's this topic that's been on my heart and it's called i don't have a name for it but let's call it challenge yourself to move out of the low frequency mentality so today is let's see the day today is wednesday june 3rd and it's 7 36 a.m very early very early i love my early mornings but um I've just been going through a really, like, very growing, evolving period right now where I feel a lot of change and growth, and it's good growth, but it's uncomfortable growth, and, um, I like to hibernate. I want to live this safe, secure life, and life is not like that, and, um, I have been challenged to step up and put myself out there and sometimes you know standing up for myself and setting boundaries means you know it's so contradictory but it means being vulgar you know being hostile meeting people where they're or not necessarily people but circumstances where they're called for so you know i've been realizing in terms of frequencies we all have energy everybody has energy and you know depending on life circumstances we all come from different places let's let i remind myself that it is not my responsibility to fix anybody's circumstance 
we all have our circumstances and there's a responsibility that we owe to that I owe to myself to focus and fix my circumstance and it is so funny because one of the powers that I have is choice and decision when I decide and learn from my consequences that is my power I narrow in on my circumstance if I need the help to see my circumstances and say okay this is my problem okay this is the choice I'm gonna make it helps me I'm taking care of myself I believe that I am my own individual and I have my own autonomy in other words I have my own life I have my own problems and it's my responsibility and priority to figure out what I need to do for myself. And I am my solution to my problem. And I am the one getting in the way. I have sabotaged a lot of successful opportunities for myself just because of my fear of uncertainty, my fear of um, being vulnerable, my fear of being validated, my fear of being um, praised and acknowledged and just my fear of um, attention you know so these things are all things that um, expose me and show who I am and when I put myself out there it exposes me and who I am and I don't like that um, because I'm struggling to like sides of myself that um, are not always pretty but I think it's so funny because I am a very stand-off-ish, closed-off girl. And my life circumstances, I'm an only child, you know, being raised by a grandmother, you know, just having a really quiet, kind of overprotected, sheltered life has caused me to kind of be to myself. And um, I haven't had any communities. I've always been in one-on-one situations. And they weren't positive situations. They were really negative situations with people and one-on-one relationships with people. So I don't know what community is like. It's very unfamiliar for me. And um, I've had to, like, build a tolerance, you know, to be very self-sufficient and, you know, entertain myself. I remember my grandma when I was younger learned to be by yourself and play with yourself and enjoy your own company so that's how I grew with that mentality and it's always been like that in the past so I've met people who've come into my life as an adult and they're like you're uptight you're stuck up you're standoffish you know you seem very to yourself you know and you know to be very honest with you I like who I am that is who I am Reserved. I like my privacy, I like my space, and I like to mind my business. I don't like to be in other people's life. I don't need, no, need to know what's going on in somebody else's life for me to feel good about myself. I need to focus on myself. But, um, you know, I've been in a situation where I've had to um, work with people, live with people, etc. And it has challenged me to grow and evolve. And it has taught me what I do like and what I don't like. And I have learned a lot from the situation. But um, it's so crazy because, 
you know, it got to a point where I was in an environment that I chose to be in because I wanted to um, be self-sufficient and self-reliant. And because um, I can only do so much at this moment, I put myself in a situation where it wasn't ideal for me. And it's not a bad thing because it tries me to grow, but I've had opportunities where I've had to drop my pride. I've learned to drop my pride. I've learned to ask for help and support. I've learned to forgive and give people in my life who love me a second chance. I've learned what I do not like and who I do not need to be around. And I've also learned the importance of being around people who are similar to me, who are moving in the same direction as me, you know, who have similar circumstances or um, issues, you know, and are willing to move forward and fight and make progress. Sitting in um, situations that are low vibration and people are just having self-pity on themselves and, you know, it's not my problem. And if I stay in an environment where somebody has a different circumstance from me and what they need to focus on, they're not focused on, they're focusing on my business. And, you know, it's very bad and detrimental because, you know, in life, I can have something that somebody else wants and they don't have it. And instead of them focusing on what they need to focus on in order to have what they need, they're more nosy and more um, focused on what I have and it makes them jealousy comes up and jealousy is very natural but when that jealousy starts to turn into envy and that envy when someone acts on their envy I'm not the type of person to initiate something of, uh, unless somebody's provoking me so I'm very calm and it takes time for me to get upset but when I'm upset I lash out And it's so funny because when someone acts out on their envy, you know, that's when it becomes very toxic. And people don't, things don't have to be direct. They can be very indirect and people don't have to communicate verbally. They can communicate very indirect. You understand? And in my own opinion, I think it's so funny because, you know, when you act out on your envy, you know, you create problems and your attitude and your behavior becomes very hostile and I'm only going to put up with that for so long and this is why I realized um, it is so bad to be around people who have a lot of problems and who have a lot of issues it is so bad to be around people who um, are struggling because they have a lot of issues and they're unhappy and they need to spread that toxic energy they project it onto others and um it's so crazy because you know I can have my own issues and made a decision you know what I mean to change and to you know make my life better and instead the person can end up being very toxic and they're not making a change to make their life better and I feel like um if I stay in that environment, it's bad, so I had an incident that happened, and I won't get into details right now, but, um, um, my dad, like, I 
don't like to open I have a lot of pride and I always want to help myself so I don't like telling my parents anything and I, I don't like telling nobody anything I always want to take control and take charge of my life and there was this this very vulnerable moment where I needed my dad and I just started to open up to my dad and I and I told him everything that was going on and my dad was like this is how it is and um this is the reality um don't waste your energy on low frequency he's like you are the solution you need to take yourself out of the situation and then I said yes I'm gonna take myself out of the situation and when I made that decision he said I'm going to help you and he's like now you need something for yourself where you have your own privacy, your own space, and you can be exactly who you are. And like when my dad told me that, it was like I had that moment where it's like all this time I was guarded and I had pride. And I was like, no, I want my own individuality. I want my own autonomy. I want to have that sense of self. And this the circumstance forced me, like the universe pushed me into a position where the circumstance forced me to have to be vulnerable and I opened up and I gushed out everything to my dad and it's like look at it all along you've had your dad my boyfriend tells me all the time he's like babe you have too much pride he's like you cannot get through life acting like you know you have all your shit together and you don't need no help from nobody he's like life doesn't work like that everybody needs help he's like everybody needs help and everybody needs support and he's like, you need to drop your pride, and you need to be vulnerable, and you need to say, I need help. He's like, you have parents, reach out to your parents and stop having pride. Give, forgive your parents, they're not perfect, and allow them another chance. And I did that. And I just opened up to my dad, and my dad's like, stop complaining, don't worry about it, like, this is what we're going to do. He's like, contact your mother, and me and your mother are going to sort everything out. And I kind of felt like, I felt happy, even in the midst of my frustration, but it's just like, accept who you are, accept who you are, because even my therapist was like, who are you, what do you want, she's like, what do you want for yourself, and I'm like, I want my career, I want this and that, she's like, okay, so that's your career, but what do you want for you, you know, and I kept and, and it's like, I just want to be happy. Like, I just want to be confident in myself, go through life and just do me, you know, just do me and be confident. And, and she's like, exactly. And I spent so much time, like, in a low vibration, being guarded, you know, being angry, being resentful, you know, being um, prideful. You know, I had a lot of pride. I had a lot of pride a lot of pride I did not like being vulnerable I did not like socializing and opening up and saying you know what I need the help I did not like you know anybody seeing my life and you know and a part of me being reserved is my true nature so that's that's just a part of who I am but like intimacy vulnerability opening up you know getting close to people and it's not just anybody but like my mom and my dad you know being very um transparent with them and you know because even when I was talking to my mom yesterday because my dad told me to reach out to her and I was like you know mom um we need um paperwork done and um 
my dad said you're the best person that can help me with this and it's like I didn't really want to ask you because I didn't want to bother you and stuff you know I'm trying to be independent and and she's like what she's like I'm your mother like that's my responsibility like you know so it kind of it felt really good because all this time I had like oh this pride like I'm this and that and then it's like for me to to um not use what I have and for me to sit in an environment and 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 um sit in a low frequency environment with others that don't have that advantage that I have and to be fighting with them it's not worth it it's like you need to it's like if you're in an environment where you have something and other people don't people will always fight with you you know what I mean because they're gonna feel like you are more privileged than them but if you put yourself in an environment with other people who are like you that have you know like my friends my friends a lot of some of my friends like they they have their boyfriend and they have a baby and they live together with their boyfriend and then my other friends live at home and when I decided to move out I didn't want to live at home you know I wanted to be independent but I think it's so crazy because my friends you know they're still living with their parents supporting them you know what I mean and it's like here I am saying I want to be Miss Independent and then I move out into a situation and have other people envy me because of certain things and it's just like I'm better off hanging out with my actual friends who are the same as me like Tatiana and I are the same she lives at home she lives with her mom and dad they support her she doing she has her own business like she's able to do her own thing you know what I mean my friend Rafi she does makeup you know her dad helped her open her business those are the girls that I need to be around because they're like me I can't be around girls who don't have certain things and then they want to fight me because I need to be around girls that have the same things as me. My friend Rathi, she does makeup just like me. She opened, Her dad helped her open her business. She saved up and, her, and she has her family supporting her. Tatiana has her parents supporting her. You know what I mean? I have my parents and I'm staying bitter and having pride with my parents. You know what I mean? And my parents are there. I'm their only child and they're there. And I'm like, oh, I want to be Miss Independent. Then here I am being Miss Independent and getting in fights with other girls that don't have what I have. You know what I mean? It doesn't make any sense staying around girls like that. Be around girls like you. This whole thing has taught me to stop running away and find my community find my tribe, find my people, recognize the people that I have. Zemin lives at home with her parents. Lakeisha lives at home with her mother. Tatiana lives at home with her, her parents. You know what I mean? Rathi's had her dad and her mom to support her business. Those are my friends. They're all Canadian. They all have the same shit that I have. They're not fighting me because we all have the same shit. We're all in the same boat together. You know what I mean? We're That's a community right there. You know what I mean? When you start hanging out with people, or not just hanging out, but just being in the environment with people that don't have what you have, they start to fight you. You know what I mean? And I realized that this is not for me. And this lesson has taught me stop having pride, ask for help, forgive, and allow people the chance to 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 um to 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 make up for their mistakes and to really play their part and to be who I am that's why my dad keeps saying go back like even though you want to be a cosmetic nurse focus on makeup trust me he's like focus on it there's opportunities there for you to blow you know believe in yourself believe in yourself believe believe believe
focus on makeup and believers my dad's like your only issue you're shy you have a lot of pride and your shyness and pride instead of being yourself believing in yourself being whole in who you are trusting yourself opening up and putting yourself out there you're closing yourself up you're hiding even when me and Lisa were talking my my therapist I remember I think two sessions ago we were talking and she's like why do you block people because I'm like I block sometimes I just get in a, a disagreement with a friend or something and I just block them and she said, let's talk about the blocking. Why do you block? And I'm like, I don't know. It just, you know, like if I have a lot going on and that person's overwhelming me, I block them. And she like, you block people because you're hiding. You're running away. You're running away from yourself. You're hiding yourself. You're afraid to be vulnerable. You're afraid to be intimate, to show people into me see you see you know what I mean so you're afraid to be intimate you're afraid to be vulnerable you know you're closing off you're afraid to open up you're afraid to to socialize and show people every part of you and I'm like yeah I don't know why I'm like that but I'm just very guarded you know what I mean and she like people need to see who you are people need to know who you are you know people need to see you for you you know, and she like, the thing that you're struggling with is that you're still learning who you are. You don't know who you fully are. And you're afraid that somebody is going to find out who you are before you get to know who you really are. And she's like, that is what you're afraid of, you know? And I, I was like, wow, like, that's crazy because it's like, I didn't know that, right? I didn't really know that. But it's like, even my dad was just like, my dad knows what I need. You know, my dad knew exactly, my dad's like, you need to be alone and you need a condo. And I'm like, honestly, I've always wanted a condo for myself. I've always said that I wanted a condo for myself. And it's like, I was always like, oh, I'm going to work hard and get a condo for myself. I'm going to be a nurse and get a condo for myself. And I was like, yeah, let me be independent. And then I went out there to be independent and then I realized, nah, bitch, nah, bitch. Go back to your parents and let your parents know your circumstance and be 100% vulnerable with them. You know, be 100% open and 100% vulnerable with them and let your parents know that this is what it is. You know, stop hiding, stop being afraid, stop being ashamed. Tell your parents how you feel, you know. And, like, now is a good time because, like, even with this circumstance and now my mom's involved and my dad's involved, I can be very transparent and say, well, I went out there because I wanted to help myself, you know. And it's like, I don't need to stay here and be struggling and fighting with people. It's not necessary. It's not necessary for me. It's not worth it, you know, fighting with people and arguing with people I'm like I chose to hide away from everybody you know I don't have to live like this you know so it's like this whole thing has taught me to trust myself and move remove myself from low frequency environments you know and put myself out there and that's exactly what I'm gonna do